You're listening to the Loot Page Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, today's episode, uh, we're 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 zooming. We're what's the what's what's a rocket do? We're not a rocket. I don't know a spaceship. We're transporting into the future, and we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence, uh, and in particular, how ChatGPT can transform your coaching business. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. Alrighty, everyone. Um, today, we're going to be talking about ChatGPT. Now, unless you've had your head under a rock the last six months or so, a year, uh, you've probably heard of ChatGPT, right? Um, very a lot of people making a lot of noise about this thing. Um, but just in case you haven't, just in case you haven't heard about it, or maybe you haven't played around with it and you don't know what it is, let me explain what it is before I go into this thing. So um, this is what I asked ChatGPT. Well, explain what you are. Like if I had to summarize what you are in a very simple way, and this is what they, this is what ChatGPT said. I am, I am an advanced artificial intelligence language model designed to understand and generate human-like text based off the input it receives. Um, I like to, exp- if someone said what's ChatGPT, I just say it's a very, very, very smart person. And it's almost like a person in a way because it almost thinks like a person. It is a machine, but it's starting to have the capabilities of a human being, which is scary. Now, if uh, let's have a look at the difference between Google and ChatGPT because Google, we all know Google. Um, and, you know, anything that we ever want, we just search it on Google, right? The difference between ChatGPT and Google, if I had to explain, Explain that. Um, when you type something, generally what happens is when you go to Google, you don't speak to Google like you speak to a human being, right? So if you typed in red fire engine, for example, into Google, what's going to happen is Google's going to bring up all these pages that are relevant to the words red fire engine. So maybe people that are selling Red Fire Engines, maybe if there was a really popular band in the world called Red Fire Engine, maybe if Taylor Swift released a new song and it was number one and it's called Red Fire Engine. These are the possibilities that Google is going to serve up to you. It's going to serve up the most relevant and most popular um, pages that relate to the words Red Fire Engine. Now, if you typed in Red Fire Engine into ChatGPT, it would say, um, okay, what would you like to know about the Red Fire Engine? And this is how I like to kind of talk about the difference between Google and ChatGBT. ChatGBT is like a human. You speak to it like a human, as in Google 
isn't so much like a, a human. It's more just a machine, a search engine, right? So if I said, if I typed in um, uh, red, red Fire Engine into ChatGPT, and it's the same type of setup as Google, right? You have a little search bar and you're just typing your things and you're doing it by text. Um, it would reply, okay, what would you like to know about this? Same thing. If I went up to a human and said, Red Fire Engine, that would be like, yeah, what about a Red Fire Engine? And ChatGPT would do the same thing. So what it does is that with ChatGPT, you're interacting with it and it's listening to what you're saying and then based off what you're wanting, it then will give you the relevant information. Google, on the other hand, will just serve you up a bunch of um, websites and links to the most popular and well-relevant sites. So that's kind of the difference, right? So... We jumped on ChatGPT. I said Red Fire Engine. It would say, "Awesome! What would you like to know about Red Fire Engine?" And then I would say, um, "I my son really likes Red Fire Engines." And then it would say, "Cool! What would you like me to find you exactly in regards to your son liking Red Fire Engines?" So what it does is before it gives you the answer, it finds it 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 it, it uh, strives to understand the context of what exactly you're looking for and once it's got that context it will then find the information that is perfect for what you're wanting so go back to the google example let's just say that taylor swift taylor swift um records a a, a song and it's not number one it doesn't even get to the top 100 it's just one of her songs that really isn't well known in fact Red Fire Engine, she made it back she, before she was really famous, yeah? And if I type in Red Fire Engine, I'm looking for Taylor Swift's song, but because it's not popular, I get all these links to, you know, buy Red Fire Engine toys and all that type of stuff. So unless I'm kind of saying Red Fire Engine Taylor Swift, it may not come up on Google, but ChatGPT will question me to understand what it is that I'm looking for and then once it understands, it'll give me the relevant information. So, cool. You might be like, all right, sounds all right. Now, let me give you a little bit of backstory on my experience with the chatty, chatty GPTB. Um, I, I played around with it briefly a couple of months ago. And um, I was impressed with it then. And I was kind of like... I played around with it, but I just left it. I didn't really look into it deeply. I was just like, okay, cool. What is this thing everyone's talking about? Um, uh, I was probably a little resistant to it just because I'm a, as much as I like future and technology, I'm kind of a bit of an old school person as well. So for example, I always like to use the the example that I'm an offline and an online person. I've grown up, you know, I'm, I'm 36 at the time of recording this. I have grown up with the internet and I've grown up without the internet. I've grown up with social media and I've grown up without social media. So I feel that as much as my life is all online now, a lot of it, I still have my roots in the offline. So I still like to put my phone down. I still like to have social media detoxes. Still like to get away from technology and be out in nature and everything like that. Um, compared to say someone who's like you know my nephews and nieces who are ten, fifteen, uh, they've grown up with basically social media being around since they were born. So they don't 
exactly know what it's like not to have it. Yeah, and what's happening with a lot of kids these days is they, um, they're so addicted to all their technology, the iPhones, their iPads and the social media and everything like that. And because they are so addictive, they don't want to get outside. They don't want to get outside and ride their bikes and all that. So because I've had like a big part of my life, half my life without the internet and all this online stuff and then the second half with it, I appreciate both worlds, right? And I guess what's happening and where everything's moving is towards a very online world. And that scares me a little bit. It excites me, but it also scares me because I'm, I'm still holding on to my childhood where we didn't have all these computers and phones and stuff like that, social media and the internet. So I'm still holding on to that a little bit. So yeah, I resisted the old chatty GPT at the start. So I played with it and I was just like, man, I was impressed with the information that it gave me, right? Because I was kind of testing it out to see, okay, how smart is this thing? What are the answers that it's going to give me? I'm going to test it against my knowledge in regards to sales and copywriting that I've been doing for the last 10, 15 years. I'm going to see what its skill level is like compared to my skill level. Like I can look at copy and I can look at how people sell and I can make a judgment about, okay, is that effective or not? Um, and I decided to test it out to see, okay, what's the answers that it gives me when I ask it a question about sales or copywriting or something like that. And I was actually pretty impressed. I was like, hmm, this thing's pretty impressive. I wasn't overly, imp- I mean, like it was great, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like stop everything. So I kind of left it. Um, recently I went back to it and I'm talking real recently, a couple of weeks ago, not even, not even two weeks ago. Went back to this thing and I've been playing around with it more and it's had an upgrade, yeah? So basically, what's it mean by an upgrade? Let's just say, let's just put it really simple. This thing has got smarter, yeah? And since the upgrade, I'm like, okay, I want to check it out now to see where it's at. And uh, whoa, <laughs> whoa, I decided to test it out again. And I decided to put it, you know, just see how this thing answers the questions that I give it. The same thing like I did last time, ask it some questions around selling and uh, copywriting and everything like that. And the answers it gave me this time, the new version, the updated version, I was like, all right, whoa, this is bloody impressive. The previous version, I looked at the answers and I'm like, Ah, uh, this is pretty good, but it wouldn't be as good as what I could output. Now, the uh, the new version, I would say 50% of the answers that it gave me would be better than what I could put out. So, if I asked it for give me 10 examples on something. So, let me say, okay, okay give me 10 examples on how to write a compelling headline on um, how to grow your business, right? For example, that's a very broad headline, but... We'll give you an example. Uh, out of the 10, five of them, I would have gone, yep, I would use that. Five, I wouldn't. So it's kind of like five, I was really impressed with. I'm like, okay, that's really good. Five, I'm like, I, I could do better than that. So it was almost like a 50% strike rate. It was outdoing me. And this is me having all this experience in sales and copywriting and everything like that. So it now was getting my attention. And I'm like, okay, if this thing's out doing me here, not 100% of the time, well, it is 
yeah, I'm paying attention to this thing and I've just been really going in deep with it um, and spending a lot of hours over the last couple of weeks. And I've got more, as I've got, as I've begun to understand it more and more and more, I've got more and more excited about it because of um, just the possibilities of this thing. And I'm only really scratching the surface at the moment. So I wanted to do a, uh, a, a little podcast episode to talk to you about it because some people are open for this, but there's definitely a lot in the coaching industry are kind of resisting this thing. And um, I'm here to say that that's probably not a good choice to resist this thing because it is here and um, you can't stop it. And this thing is going to seriously take over the world, legit. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to run a workshop on how to use this thing for coaches. But I thought, you know, before I do that, I'm going to kind of test it out. I'm going to use it on my own business over the next month. I'm going to use it with my team, get them to use it, get myself to use it. We're going to learn about it. And then I'm going to run a workshop and teach coaches how to use it. But first, I wanted to jump on and just go, okay, Cool. Hey, coaches, let you know what's going on. Let my let you know my thoughts on it, and to don't to not ignore this thing. So, here's what I here's what ChatGPT and it's it's a form of artificial intelligence. Now, what is artificial intelligence? Um, if you had to ask me what that is, well, artificial intelligence to me is you've got an intelligence of a machine, right? So, you know, if you look, if you type in um, some math equations into Google or a calculator, they're going to know what it is. They're going to they're gonna be able to figure out crazy sums. If you said 100 and 167 million divided by uh, 67 times 2100, this thing's going to be able to go boom and answer it, yeah? No human is going to be able to answer it that quick. So when it comes to machines and things like that, Machines are always going to outdo humans in that regard. Now, where humans outdo machines is that we have a consciousness. We feel certain things. We can take to, take into consideration multiple things. And this is where machines have, in the past, haven't been able to keep up with humans. Hey, I just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I've put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm gonna pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode so artificial intelligence is like taking the brain power of these machines but then combining it with the human like powers that just humans have right and another thing is that well it gets smarter and smarter and smarter that's another great thing about ai is that it can teach itself how to get smarter. Now, if you look at, if you build like, say, um, I don't know, some uh, software, yeah, and it's version number five, that version number five will not get smarter unless you release another version. You know, the people, the developers, um, and all the people make version six, yeah? 
Until they make a version six, it ain't going to get smarter. Artificial intelligence can actually teach itself. Like a human, it can learn and get better at things. So it can take on what all the data and it can go, sweet, what's working, what's not working, what's right, what's not right, and it actually grows and gets smarter and smarter. That's the crazy thing about this, right? Um, so where's it going to, what impacts it going to have on modern day business? Well, it's going to enable businesses to improve productivity massively, massively. It's going to allow businesses to improve efficient efficiency and it's just going to allow businesses to grow. So that's what's exciting about it. Now, why you shouldn't ignore this thing is... Let's talk about content. This is the future of content and where it's heading. So if we look back five years ago, uh, content on social media, the quality of content that was around then is nowhere near level to the standard that it is now, as well as the amount that was getting posted is nowhere near to the amount that's getting posted today. And this is because of two things, ultimately. Number one is technology. Um, As technology advances and evolves, it allows people to increase the quality of their content as well as post more and more and more. The second thing is competition. You know, in order to stand out, you've got to outdo the next person. So when people are trying to outdo each other, they're going to make it bigger. They're going to make it better. They're going to make it uh, higher quality. They're going to post more. That will raise the standards when it comes to quality of content and the amount that you got to post. So if you want to stay relevant in your business, if you want to keep up, you got no choice but to continually raise the standards of your quality and the amount that you post. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind. And it's going to become impossible for you to do it by yourself. At the moment, it's doable, but it will become impossible for you to do it by yourself. You'll either need, number one, a team, or number two, and or AI, artificial intelligence. It's the only way you're going to be able to do it. So that's why you shouldn't ignore this thing because that's where it's going to go. Content, it's only going to get higher in quality. Content, it's only going to, there's only going to be more and more posted. So if you want to stay relevant and get attention in your audience, you have to continually raise the quality of your content and the how often that you're posting and you just won't be able to do it by yourself. You're going to need a hand to keep up with it, which means you're going to need a team or you're going to need to master artificial intelligence. Um, now, what can it do for you when it comes to coaches? I mean, it can do so much. But some common things, if you're a coach right now, you know, how you can use ChatGPT. Number one is to write, you can get it to write content for you. And until you get in this thing and play around with it and figure it out, what I'm saying here probably won't really deeply get you. Because when you see what it does, you're going to go, OMG, right? So it can write content for you. Um, I Instagram posts, emails, blog posts, video scripts. Unsure what to say on video? Ask this thing what to say, yeah? Basically, anything to do with content. You need any ideas? Boom. Ask this thing. Um, what 
I, what are the top five ideas that I can create an Instagram reel with in regards to um, mums struggling with um, bringing up their two-year-old kid? Like it's, it's crazy and it'll give you all these things. Um, it can help you create hooks and headlines. So we all know the, the uh, well, not we don't all know, but the importance of getting people's attention these days, you need to be able to hook people in. You got to know what to say. So when you're creating a video or you're creating a post, that first thing that you say is going to be the thing that makes them pay attention or keep them scrolling, called a hook. So you've got to become good at this stuff, yeah? Um, and um, good old ChatGPT can help you create seriously awesome hooks and headlines. Um, they can give you feedback for improvement. You can go in there and copy the last Instagram post that you did, paste it in a chat GPT and say, hey, can you give me some feedback on how I can improve the performance and effectiveness and communication of this and it'll go num it'll go number one I liked how you did this number two change this it is like having your own coach whoa what have I been using it for so far here's a couple of examples how I've actually been using it number one I, I created a reel the other day about um, cold showers and I asked it to write me an Instagram caption about cold showers and it wrote me an Instagram caption now I didn't take the whole thing but I stole the headline. I stole the first sentence and then I wrote the rest. Uh, that's pretty bloody impressive. Um, what else did it do? Um, I was putting together a headline for a, a, a workshop and I ran my ideas by it. So I had a few ideas on what I'll call the, the, the workshop and the headline hook that I was going to use for it. And I said into ChatGPT, hey, I'm looking at running a workshop on this. Here's some of the ideas that I've written down. Can you give me some feedback? And it gave me some feedback on how to improve things. Like, this is sick. And mind you, the feedback is actually good. Like, I mean, as in, the feedback's amazing. Like I said, if I was an amateur salesperson, which I'm not, or I didn't really know how to use copy, like, okay, it's a little bit easier, but like, I'm an expert in the area and I'm going, okay, this, the answers this thing's given me, I'm impressed with, right? That's the level of standard this thing's at. Uh, what else? So, okay, it's also helping my team. So um, now, which is we're trialing it for the first week, which will be for this episode, which is, ooh, this is pretty weird. So I figured out how... Um, to get it to summarize my podcast. So basically, I'm recording this podcast right now. Normally, what I do is I write the description of the podcasts, yeah? Um, and then I give it to my, some of my team and they edit it and post it, the podcast and everything like that. But I write the description of the podcast. Basically, um, I figured out a way on how ChatGPT can listen to my podcast and write a summary by itself. Now... Here's where it gets a little bit crazy is that you can also teach chat because picture, I want you to think about them. They are like a human being, a smart human being. That's all it is. Think about, don't think of it like it's a machine. Think about it's like a human being. If you're sitting next to someone and you teach them things, 
they're going to learn it, right? So, you know, day one, they show up to work and then you go, okay, I'm going to teach you this today. And then day two, they show up and they already, they've learned day one, you're going to teach them more things. And then slowly and surely, they're going to get smarter and smarter and learn and be more capable of the things that you're teaching them. Chat GPT does the same thing. So I have taught it to understand how to write like I write. Because if I ask this, I asked ChatGPT to give me an answer on something, right? If I said, hey, write, give me a summary of my podcast, it'll give me a summary and it's a good summary, but it doesn't sound like me. Now, I normally write the summaries for my podcast, right? And it's in my tone, it's in my language and style. So if I give this machine, which they can do it, but it doesn't sound like me anymore, right? But I've taught it how to write like me. It now knows how to write like me. So I have said, I want you to write me a summary from my podcast episode in my voice. Oh my gosh. Are you starting to get a little bit excited? So basically, what's happening is that ChatGPT, this is how I'm seeing it. I have hired this super intelligent person that knows a lot about a lot and I don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on this person this person that has you know an absolute expert in copywriting for example or an expert salesperson or marketer I have got a person that um, there's there's a free version of chat GPT Um, at the moment of me recording this the smarter version uh, you've got to pay $20 20 to $30, depending where you live. Um, so for me, I pay $30 a month for this very intelligent person, which is, for me, crazily an unbelievably good investment. Because if I had to hire someone that had the same capabilities, it's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month. So it is nuts. So I'm pretty excited about this. Okay, I hope you are. I hope you're getting a little bit excited. Um, writing emails, yeah, I've got it to write emails for me. And just, yeah, creating posts. So, how does it work? Well, first of all, you've got to, there's a bit of a learning curve into understanding it because it's a new concept, yeah. And, um, you know, back before when Google was new, right? And before Google, there was Yahoo. When we hadn't, when we had never heard of Yahoo, right? Remember Yahoo? If you hadn't, Yahoo's the same as Google, basically, right? Um, but it's not as good. It's the early version. So we didn't know what Yahoo was. We didn't know how to use it. And we didn't know how to speak to it. Whenever, remember, remember how like, and even old people are getting good at this now, but whenever like, think about how an old person, think of someone that you know, your mum, your grandparents, and you've seen them on Google, yeah? They hold their phone up and it's kind of, you know, they hold it up high and they squint and you get them to type something and they're like, what do I say to it? What do I say to it? And they're like, you know, they type in weird stuff. That's the same type. Think of how that person approaches Google because they haven't grown up with it. Um, You and I were the same when we first got introduced to Yahoo simply because we didn't understand. It was a whole new concept. We just... You know, how we found information, how did we do it back in the day? We went to the the L word. Remember the L word? We went to the library. Have you heard of those things? A library. Can you believe it? 
I don't even know, are libraries still around? I think they are. But we went to a library and then we had to search a book. We had to open the pages and we had to scan through and find information. Ever, remember Encyclopedia Britannica? Do you remember that? Encyclopedia Britannica? OMG. <laughs> so that's how we found our information back in the day. Then when the internet rose up, then there was the power of the search. We now didn't have to go to the library. We can now search in, okay? We wanted to know what is the average weight of a blue whale. We didn't have to go to the library and go to the whale book and find out, you know, where the weight of blue. We just typed it in this little search bar in Yahoo. And it was so weird to us at the start. But the more and more we used it, the more natural it became in everyday life. We talk to it and we use Google these days just like we used to go into a library and find the appropriate book. Now with ChatGPT, we're at the same, now we're at the same stage as we were when Yahoo and Google were first introduced into our lives. It's foreign to us. We don't exactly understand it and there's a learning curve. So you need to learn how to speak to ChatGPT. That is the key. And there's a learning curve. Why? Because because you've never had a machine capable of doing what GPT does, you won't know how to speak to it simply because you just don't know the possibilities. But the way to speak to it is almost like speaking to a human being, right? Um, Google, you use a few words, but ChatGPT, you talk to it in detail. And here's the crazy thing like I mentioned before it remembers any conversation that you have with it yeah so if I talk to it today and I talk to about my two-year-old son yeah I've got a two-year-old son and he likes red fire engines and then I shut my laptop down and I come back two days later and I talk to it again it remembers the information that I had discussed with it previously which I have a two-year-old son and he likes red fire engines so because it has that information, it remembers it. And when I chat to it, it will take into consideration any previous information that I've given it. This is psycho. It is psycho. Um, so give me, I'll give you an example. So the difference between Google and chat GPT, chat jitters. Let's, let's make it up. I'm gonna, just going to make up a new word right now, chat jitters. If you hear chat jitters anywhere... And it goes massive. It originated right here. Okay. So, chat jitters. Google. Say, for example, you wanted to find some content ideas for Instagram. You're thinking like, okay, I want to, i got an Instagram profile. I want to create some content. I don't have any ideas. And you're like, okay, what do you do? You go to Google and you type in top content ideas for Instagram. And then in, uh, Google throws out all these things, probably will give you YouTube videos of people that have created really great valuable videos, right? Now, when you go to ChatGPT, this is what you would do. You can say, um, can I have some top content ideas for Instagram? But it's going to want to know more information because top content ideas for what? Yeah. So this is what I did because I would like to know some top content ideas but I know that in order to be effective with your content, number one, you've got to know exactly the person in the target market that you are serving. You've got to know everything about them. 
what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they're struggling with, what they fear, what they want, what they dream about, what they aspire to be, who they aspire to be. When you know all this, that can help you create your content, yeah? Because I knew this, I said to ChatGPT, hey, I want I want some top content ideas for Instagram, but I want to give you an idea of who my target market is. So my target market are coaches, um, coaches who are getting clients. They're not getting a whole lot of clients. Um, they get clients here and there, but it's kind of just like a trickle, yeah? Um, here are a list of their frustrations. Here are a list of their fears. Here are a list of what they want. And here are a list of things that they aspire to have and to be. Now, now that you have all that information, I want you to create, give me 10 of the top viral content ideas for Instagram reels. Boom, 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 boom. All righty. Now, can you see the difference between that? If you said that to Google, it would shite itself. It would shite itself. Google does not have the capacity to take in all that information. So Google, you type in a few words, gives you the most kind of relevant, popular um, links and websites to whatever you've typed in. ChatGPT, you talk to it like a human yeah, you know, if I hired someone, if I hired a marketer, and I said, "Hey, I want you to go find the top um, i content ideas for Instagram," if that marketer was smart, they're going to ask back, "Okay, cool, um, t- top top content ideas for who exactly? Can you tell me about your target market?" And that's what ChatGPT does; it understands you. Now, I said about you got to learn to speak to it, right? Because if you don't know how to speak to it, if you don't give it all the information, so say if I jumped into ChatGPT and I said, give me the top content ideas for Instagram, it will give me an answer. But unless I give it the relevant information, the right information, the depth, like I said before, I gave it all the information about my target market and I give it a big list of, hey, this is what frustrates them. This is what they're scared of. This is what they want over the next 90 days. This is what they aspire to have. And this is who they dream of being. Now that you've got all that information, now give me the top content ideas. Unless you know how to speak to it, it's not going to give you the best information. So there's a learning curve with that. And I'm still learning with it. Um, but that's it. So I'm going to wrap this thing up. And I'm going to wrap this thing up by basically saying, um, yeah, you can choose to ignore this thing. But there's no doubt in my mind that if you do, you're going to turn into the baby boomer the 75-year-old baby booner who had a business for 40 years of their life, a successful bricks-and-mortar business, and then now that business is gone because they refused evolution. They refused the internet. They refused to take their business online. They refused to change with the times. That's who you'll become. Mic drop. Whoa! Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. 
And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to keep I'm going to be keep learning this stuff. I'm going to keep implementing this stuff with myself. Uh, I'm going to expose it first to my clients. I'm going to help my clients out with it. And then when I've got once I've got enough feedback and kind of data and things, then I'm going to bring it more out to y'all. Um, and yeah, I reckon I'm going to run a workshop on this. If you've listened to this and you're excited, um, message me over on Instagram at Luke underscore page. If you want to come along to this workshop, because if I get a bunch of you saying, Luke, make sure you run this workshop. I want to come along to it. Let me know. Say that, hey, Luke, I would like to come to this workshop. I would like to more details when you, when you do launch it. So um, the more of you that do this, the more push it'll be for me to release it. Um, but what it will be basically, um, it would be uh, a workshop that gives you, you know, what I've done today is I've given you an introduction to what ChatGPT is, why you should use it, how it, it, I am using it, how you can use it. But what I haven't given you is the specifics on how exactly to talk to it. What exactly do you say it for? How can it completely... Literally, that's what I run the one. I want to run the workshop. Where I can just tell you exactly how to make it all work. Yeah. So uh, message me over on Insta and say, "Hey, Luke, I would like to come along to that workshop, please." But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, until next time, I'll catch you later. Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.